everyone. Welcome to Typhoon Talks, brought to you by Typhoon Consulting, a boutique management consultancy headquartered in Hong Kong. My name is Annie Tseng, and I'm an analyst here with the firm. Today, we'll be starting our series on operations excellence, and we'll be focusing on Lean Six Sigma. Is it still relevant in the digital age? We'll be speaking with Arthur Lee, a senior manager at Typhoon. Welcome, Arthur. Hi, Annie. It's great to be back. So let's start talking about what Lean Six Sigma is. So as far as I know, in the 80s, there was a lot of competition in business between the U.S. and Japan, and it, this was especially in the car industry. So to compete with Toyota's Kaizen model, uh, Motorola developed the Six Sigma model. What exactly is Lean Six Sigma? Great question. So let's open the, the history books. Um, Lean and Six Sigma are two very different but complementary um, business process improvement methodologies. So maybe let's talk a bit about Lean. Um, Lean was developed in uh, Japan. It was in the post-war era and uh, Toyota was one of the organizations that made it quite famous and pioneered the Mm -hmm. approach. Uh, Lean by its name itself implies reducing waste. So there's an emphasis on looking at reducing waste in uh, the way you do business and it's usually through the lens of um, process. So things should either be value-add and anything that isn't adding value for the end customer is deemed as waste. Mm. So when you look at it from a business improvement perspective, Lean has a focus on improving efficiency because if you take away waste in a system or process, then whatever that you save, whether it be time savings, material savings or cost savings can be passed back to the customer. So that is uh, lean. And in the automotive industry where it originated and also in manufacturing, this was very important because whatever is wasted material is a significant cost and burden to the business. So whatever that you can uh, you know, save and recycle and not having to pass that cost and burden to the customer mm-hmm. is a good thing. Um, you asked about uh, Six Sigma, Motorola. Uh, Six Sigma, again, is a business process improvement discipline. Uh, It is very scientifically focused in terms of it uses data to drive decisions. Uh, Six Sigma, Sigma is the Greek uh, term in mathematics for variation. So the discipline is about using data to drive decisions Mm. and variation is seen as a bad thing. Mm. So when we say variation, it's variation in the way you do things, Mm -hmm. variation in customer expectations, time to deliver, we talk about quality and defects. Mm -hmm. So the objective of Six Sigma is to reduce the amount of variation or quality defects out of a business process. So if you look at Lean and Six Sigma, they're very complementary because one is about making sure things are delivered fast, efficiently, with uh, minimal waste, mm-hmm. whereas Six Sigma is about using data to understand uh, where things can be standardised to reduce variation. Interesting. So what are some examples of how Lean and Six Sigma have been implemented in companies? Sure. So with Lean and Six Sigma, I think it's been combined uh, historically, especially in the manufacturing sector, because they do come hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess the most famous organisations that have uh, done this well and have implemented at, uh, I guess, an operational level, at the strategic level as well, is uh, obviously Motorola. And Motorola being involved as a diversified conglomerate and then more in the technology sector Mm -hmm. um, in the especially 80s and early 90s, uh, really 
um, if you think about uh, the mobile phone and the network technology mm. that was available at the time, it was very pioneering. Yeah. Um, GE, General Electric, mm. as a conglomerate, was very famous for implementing yeah. Six Sigma. So uh, Jack Welsh and uh, the, the books that he's published uh, document, I guess, the transition and journey of adopting Six Sigma methodology and the principles mm. in, in all GE businesses. Uh, I think GE made it very... Um, attractive for other business units to apply the methodology mm. and it was probably one of the first organizations to take the manufacturing principles into a corporate and a services sector um, toyota no doubt obviously from an automotive perspective strong application of lean and a combination of six sigma to uh, improve the way it could uh, deliver cheap efficient uh, timely cars uh, and automotive um, lines to the market that was able to compete with uh, you know incumbents in in the US, especially right. Ford and General Motors. And there are other organisations which um, you know have taken a different role since, but uh, Kodak was another very Ooh. famous organisation <laughs> that was very good at applying the rigor of Lean oh. Six Sigma across its old value chain as well. Okay. Um, so these are probably some of the more famous organisations, but if you look at the services sector, uh, you'll find a lot of retail, fast fashion, as well as banking and financial services that have adopted parts of the Lean Six Sigma methodology in terms of how they build their, their customer experience, uh, the way they reach markets, and um, you know the way they uh, work with their intermediaries as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. So you mentioned Kodak, and Kodak is kind of like the classic business school example of a company that wasn't able to keep up with technology and um, as we can see in the past you know few weeks Apple and Amazon have both broke the four comma club where they both broke um, massive valuations and they've really shown that there is an ever-increasing importance of technology in business so we are seeing digital disruption sweep across all industries I mean it took Kodak first but it's taken a lot of businesses as well and what do you think with with this in mind what do you think are some changes that Lean Six Sigma has undergone um, in light of this shift to digital? And frankly, do you feel, still think it's relevant in a time when digital is becoming more and more important? Sure. It's a really good question, Annie, because I think uh, a lot of our clients have asked a similar question. Uh, Six Sigma as a methodology probably was at its height in the 90s mm. and probably early 2000s because at the time, if you think back to the economic environment, it was about uh, cost savings right. and Six Sigma in combination with Lean helped businesses to uh, rationalise costs, uh, take away waste mm. and move towards becoming leaner, faster, more agile organisations. Right. It's also where uh, Six Sigma had a, has a bit of a bad reputation misnomer for uh, cutting people, yeah. making redundancies because of its uh, cost-cutting focus and, and the discipline that it's applied right. to, to uh, reducing in costs from, from businesses. Um, I would say the biggest shift at the moment from a digital perspective is um, digital disruption has introduced a few uh, mega themes. One is the proliferation of data. Right. So data is accessible. Uh, data is captured uh, when customers, you know, um, make a business transaction with an organisation. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of data that is passed through to an organisation. So being a data-heavy discipline from a Six Sigma perspective, what are you going to do with it? How are you going to analyse that data? What are the insights that you are going to draw from that? I think that is something that is still very relevant. But uh, in the past, it used to be, we have a lot of data, 
let's look at it scientifically, mm. build some hypothesis testing, find out what some of the root causes are. Um, I think there's a lot of automation that's available and predictive analytics mm. that can come with the data. So uh, the analysis that comes from using Six Sigma data analysis has been simplified, mm. has been automated, and the turnaround time has become quicker. And the decision-making process has also become uh, in a much more reduced time scale. I also think in the digital age, I think customer expectations and the way those expectations will change has become much quicker as well. So in Six Sigma, we always talk a lot about the concept of voice of the customer, mm. uh, what are their key customer issues and what is critical to quality. And historically, you would do a lot of sampling, uh, focus groups and interviews to find out about that. But due to uh, changing tastes from customers and consumers, they're moving very rapidly and we find that engagement and the role of disengagement has changed a lot. Mm -hmm. With digital, if people like things, they will become your net promoter yeah. and they will advocate very quickly. Uh, on the same line, if they're not happy on social media and the access of digital, they will tell you immediately. Mm -hmm. and the time to respond to feedback and to do the analysis uh, is much shorter now. Mm. So having using uh, these tools to respond to that immediately has really changed the, the playing field as well. I think finally from a lean perspective, um, we usually traditionally associate lean in the operational process of right. what happens after the customer interaction. So let's say uh, a customer's ordered a good, how mm -hmm. it's delivered to store, what happens from a processing perspective. I think a lot more emphasis uh, has been focused on the customer pre-purchasing phase mm -hmm. or during the purchase. So there's an expectation that when customers make a purchase or interact with an organisation, Right. that customer experience needs to be sharp, lean, efficient, yeah. error-free, because you have only one chance mm -hmm. to uh, make a strong impression. So we've seen the role of lean from what was traditionally a very back-end tool to become much more front-end and mm -hmm. customer-focused. So those would be some of the, the mega trends. And so the framework is still relevant, but I think the pivot and the focus has shifted more towards being more customer or client-facing. Interesting, yeah. So. Um it definitely sounds like it, it can still be very useful in you know structuring how a company does um, their processes and what how how they best serve their customers. What are I mean you spoke about this a little bit, but what are some of the applications that you think would be particularly useful for a digital focused firm? Sure, um, maybe the best way I can answer that, Annie, is talk take a lean lens and a six sigma lens. I think from a lean perspective, actually, there's been a lot of the lean tools mm -hmm. that have been adapted um, to the digital age. So if I look at um, from a project methodology perspective, Agile right, is about yeah. speed and efficiency. And so there's a lot of overlap and complementary tools that lean and agile can, can bring. So the way you think about the customer journey, what is the most efficient way for a customer to interact you know, with an organization? Mm -hmm. um, what's the moment of truth, how quickly is the feedback, and you know, uh, I think there's an expectation around reducing wait time, so uh, you know, whether it be uh, instantaneous feedback or real-time feedback as well, um, that has actually um, 
change the way you use lean tools to uh, take that focus to make sure that you're getting, you know, delivering things right first time. So it's really about making sure that you prove yourself and, and do the right thing the first time around and you don't have a second chance. From a Six Sigma perspective, uh, traditional Six Sigma was uh, very much what we call the DMAIC approach. Mm -hmm. So uh, five phases to define what the problem is, measure what the customer cares about, analyze using process and data analysis, look for improvement opportunities, mm -hmm. and make sure that whatever you change, you can control and sustain those changes. Um, the biggest impact in the digital age I would see would be in the measurement and analyze phase. Mm. The way you collect data will be very different now. Yeah, um, uh, when I first entered the industry, it was very much about using check sheets, uh, you know, time and motion studies to yeah. collect raw data. Uh, because of the way the technology is developed, a lot of that can be automated. Mm. And the data can be captured using systems and smarter means. So uh, instead of having very specific data, you may be collecting uh, data from a big data lake or the data can be stratified in a way that allows you to then do your hypothesis testing right. and the technical background to use statistical process control to review these is probably less onerous now because there's a lot of tools and automated templates that can actually generate insights already mm -hmm. for you uh, I think traditionally in Six Sigma, especially when, when I started working in the industry uh, a lot of the skill and onus was on the, the the professional to determine the hypothesis test to right. test out what was important. I think there's a lot of tools in the market which will actually go, here are your hotspots, here are some of the root causes, this is the things that you should be diving. So the predictive analytics that have come from the digital age uh, has helped to speed up the way you mm. use Six Sigma and then you can focus much more on opportunity selection, yeah. prioritization and then implementing the, the change. Yeah. So then, I mean, from a more broad perspective, you spoke a little bit about, you know, DMAC and Six Sigma and some of the concepts of lean. These ones, which of which specifically of these do you think are here to stay and which ones do you think will need a change? Perhaps like you mentioned, measure and analyze, maybe they'll stay as phases, but they won't, um, but they'll need a shift in some sort of way. So which of these do you think are, are will need to adopt? Sure. Um, if I take a um, project lens, so mm -hmm. if I was a project manager, we've found that, uh, especially a lot for our Typhoon clients here in Asia Pacific, the um, appetite for change as well as the duration for projects has become much shorter. Traditionally projects that used to be 12 to 18 months are becoming much more shorter mm. and more rapid you know, right, in terms right. of their delivery. So the uh, I guess the patience to run a full DMAIC a Six Sigma project yeah. will be much shorter. So I think uh, coming back to the appetite for Agile, it's mm. more about iterative changes mm -hmm. and applying much more continuous improvement uh, uh, mindset versus what I call a big bang traditional project. Right. I mean, those projects will still exist and they're important for sizable projects. Mm. But I think the business case and the appetite from sponsors has meant quicker, faster returns mm. and benefits realisation. So Lean Six Sigma as a methodology is going through a leaning of itself. So I can see that the tools and the artefacts that were probably developed probably 10, maybe 20 years ago are being rationalised a fair bit. Right. I would say that Lean um, is much easier to implement. Uh, I think the hurdle for understanding the, the numerical sciences and the statistical mm. process control uh, and, and the patience that's required now has been uh, 
less so, mm. so that you may want to use the lean methodology to get the quick wins first. Yeah. I think lean is very tangible, it's visible, that there's a fun component. So if you're talking about staff engagement, getting customers right. and staff involved in the continuous improvement journey, lean is a much more engaging methodology than Six Sigma, which is much more rigorous, data-driven, scientific. Um, but having said that, I do think that Six Sigma is very much still here to say, especially because if you think about where AI is coming and machine learning, right. so where you have a lot of data, high repetitional volume, I think what's going to happen is the predictive analytics will tell you where there are bottlenecks in your business, where are the root causes and pain points for your customer service delivery. So I think Amazon and the way Amazon has um, changed the way it's delivering its products to customers, um, a lot of the analysis is actually driven from that big data lake and the data analytics. And then as an organization, Amazon can then predict and use what is their priority and the focus. So instead of having people asking the questions around what's working and what's not, the data is actually pointing uh, business process improvement professionals to, hey, there's an anomaly here, or hey, there's a bit of a saving that's uh, potentially here, would you like to know more? Mm. And it gives a bit more direction around how people can prioritise where those changes are. Mm. So the tools are very much there, right. but the application has been uh, disrupted by the technology. So I think the key is how you will continue to use these tools and get the right sponsorship from uh, the people who are involved in the change so that they can still get the business benefits that they, they desire. Cool, yeah. Thank you. That was very, very insightful. But that's all the time that we have. So maybe if you could leave our listeners with just three key takeaways of um, what we discussed in this episode. Sure. Um, so I think, Annie, from, as a practitioner in, in the field, I think Lean and Six Sigma are very complementary methodologies. Right. Lean is about efficiency and taking out waste. Six Sigma is about quality, reducing defects, improving customer experience. Um, can be used uh, to pinpoint problems in a business, but can be used complementary. So like all management tools and frameworks, select the right tool to address right. the right problem. Um, don't do it for the sake of you know, um, using lean or six yeah, yeah. I think that's a key takeaway. Um, I think these tools are still very applicable in the digital age as well. Um, how it would scale at an operational level and at a strategic level really depends on the appetite of the business and what are your priorities. Mm -hmm. And I guess the final key takeaway is um, understanding what is the priority because despite the tools it's about the prioritization and making sure that whatever investment that you put in will give you the benefit that you, you desire and as a project professional and I think for the business sponsors out there make sure that you're very clear on what you want and then the tool was just a means to an end to deliver those outcomes. Awesome. So that wraps up today's episode of Typhoon Talks. Follow us on Facebook, iTunes, and SoundCloud at Typhoon Talks for more podcast episodes. Also, please visit our website at typhoonconsulting.com for more industry points of view. We hope you'll join us.